1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
3: This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey.
0: Welcome to the Sports Radio 10 Outdoor Show on this Sunday morning. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman, producing the Outdoor Show this morning is Jace. And our sponsors today, the Belleville Meat Market, Mainstream Marketing, and Boyd's One Stop. All right, Galveston, 77 down on the Island this morning. And uh, not much rain on radar. Looks like we might uh, get through today with not much rain chances. But uh, anyway, they're calling for partly cloudy skies, high of 87. Northeast winds 10 to 15 tonight. Clear skies, low of 78. Winds shifting to the north at 10 to 15. And then for tomorrow, sunny, high of 88. East winds 10 to 20 miles per hour. And looking at uh, tides for today, these are Galveston Channel Tide predictions. We have three of them. We have a high coming up at 5.55 a.m. It's a 1.5. Then we have a low at 12.12 p.m. at 0.7. And a high at 7:14 p.m. of 1.5, 7:05 a.m. sunrise, 7:22 p.m. sunset. Our moon phase two percent. We're headed towards a full moon here in the next couple of weeks. So, current conditions right now: the buoy offshore, uh, 22 nautical miles east of Galveston. It is 81 degrees out there at the buoy. Water temps 86 and a half, and we have a north-northwest wind at 16, gusting to 20. Barometric pressure 29. Point 95 inches and steady. Uh, Galveston Channel, it's 78 degrees with 87 degree water. North northwest wind at six to eight. Eagle Point, 76, 84 degree water. Northwest two to five. And Morgan's Point, how about that? No report again. It'll come up here in a little while. It's uh, something's wrong with the way that thing hits. But anyway. Alright, well let's uh let's get rolling here. Let's uh head over to the tri bay area and check in with a hammer this morning and see what's up with him. Captain Glenn Hammond, good morning.
2: Good morning, Captain Mickey. How's it going
0: over there? Couldn't be better. I'd sure like good. to slip in this morning though. <laughs> I'm going straight back to bed for about an One hour. One of those and a Sundays, half. I promise you when I get home this morning I'm going straight to bed. No breakfast, <laughs> no nothing. Crash out. I got a Astros hangover. They're killing me, man. What happened last
2: night? I didn't get to catch They
0: lost it. again to the sorriest team in baseball. Oh no. Oh, oh, yeah.
2: Well, it's gotta be just something. Temporary. They're baiting
0: they're I mean, baiting everybody up. They're uh yeah. they're sandbagging. <laughs> they gotta be. That's all I can figure. Gotta be sandbagging.
2: <laughs> That's something else. <laughs> oh man. Well, let's see. What's uh it's been a weather event, I guess, after I talked to you on Friday. Uh, all heck broke out and, uh, broke loose in the afternoon, buddy. There was some rumbling, some storms rolled oh, through yeah. here. Oh, I guess about five twenty in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. We had 35 mile an hour winds, buddy. When that stuff blew through here and I had buck five gallon buckets blowing all over the place. We got a drenching man. We got about an inch and uh, a little less than an hour. I mean, it came down, but yeah, it was...
0: Friday was my big rain day too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i got an inch and a half man that's uh that might be a record <laughs> for september what? on umbrella point <laughs>
2: umbrella point
0: yes sir they named it right
2: we'll we'll take it uh any amounts we can get it right now we're gonna we're gonna let's see anyway friday afternoon all the drenching all the rain so man we uh we're a little moisty down here, and uh, it didn't mess the fishing up at all. I figured all that lightning and stuff. A buddy of mine wanted to go. Uh, he's a buddy slash customer, uh, known for years, and uh, one of my bowling friends. And Anyway, he wanted to go out, and, and I said, all right, buddy, I'm not sure how it's going to be with all that weather yesterday. But, uh, you know, Captain Mickey, those fish were hungry. Uh, we sat on some redfish uh, for a couple of hours. I got him a limit of reds with with ease. I mean with ease. Pick and choose, buddy. He kept a twenty six, really? a twenty four. Yeah, it was it was unbelievable. Uh I mean the red fishing anyway. We couldn't get the specs to cooperate. We ended up with uh I got him a limit of reds, a twenty six, a twenty four, and a twenty three. And then he had two specs, nothing of no size, and then a couple of Really nice ten inch croakers uh I was really happy to see those uh, the size of them anyway, so anyway, he had him a nice little box, and then we caught and released uh three fish that were over twenty eight they were over twenty eight they were right around twenty nine right. twenty nine and a half big old solid fat reds and a
0: uh, uh melon heads big old melon-headed redfish.
2: Man, these were, these boogaroos, you couldn't even get your hand around their tail. They were so fat. But you know what? They were starving to death. They were nothing in their bellies. I mean, normally you pull redfish guts out, and he's got him a pretty good amount of something in oh, there. Oh, they but...
0: got a smorgasbord in there. They'll have little crabs and shrimp, shad. I mean, it just turns into that, all that old gray mush in uh-huh. there, big old belly full. But, the, but
2: these had absolutely zero in their gut sack. I couldn't believe Probably it. Darn. But anyway, you throw the cork out there, popping cork. We were using shrimp under popping cork. Throw it out there, Captain Mickey, and the cork, when it just hit the water. Going. C- just kept going. It'd go, my cork, it, where is it? <laughs> and just start taking up slack. Well, that red was already on there. And uh, man, we took pictures. And anyway, we had a, I, it's a well, big word for me, but an epic day. You don't have those days all the time. And I ain't right. had one that'll. I ain't had one in a long time, so it was welcome, but uh, hey, you know what we did? There's a little local restaurant down here, and you can take in a sack of fillets and tell them how you uh-huh. want it prepared, so for lunch, he said, I'm treating y'all for lunch, she took, took my wife and I, uh, and we gave them uh, two redfish fillets and uh, those two trout, uh, so four uh-huh. trout fillets and two redfish fillets, and then those two croakers, I had them. They fried up the croakers and trout and blackened that redfish. And I'm telling you, we sit there and we had green beans and mashed potatoes to go on the side of it. You know I was ready for a nap when I walked out of that restaurant, buddy. (laughs) That was some good chow. Oh, my gosh. It doesn't get any better than that. I'm telling you, I cook fish all the time. But I guess just uh, the idea of somebody else doing it and then uh, you catching it that morning and them cooking it for lunch, it just... Man, I'm telling you, that's a, you know, it's like $15 a plate per person when you do it like that. Like right, that ain't bad. You, but that's not bad at all, man. Not at all. You go all. in there and you get good service and uh, sit in the air condition and all. And this place is right on the intercoastal canal. Uh, you can watch the boats go by and stuff, so it's it really kind of beachy, you know, if you will. But anyway, we had a great lunch, uh, had a great day on the bay, and... uh uh, I think today we're going to go out to Sweeney, and uh, matter of fact, we are, we're all meeting at the gate at 8 o'clock, and it's going to be kind of slippery out there, so I might get to try out my new four-wheel drive and see how, see how that's going to uh, work out for us, but anyway, we're going to go out there today and uh, work around the uh, deer stands and kind of trim up some bushes and limbs, and uh, I don't know, just, just kind of start getting things ready, I know it's kind of early right yet, but. Anyway, we're going to do it because uh, nobody's had a chance to go out there lately, so we're going to gonna meet out there. Uh, I haven't talked to too many other people. I, I, luckily, the redfish saved us. Like I said, that trout bite was slow. Uh, other than those two trout we caught, we caught one more trout that we had, was undersized, a little dink. But that was it. I mean, nor- here lately, we've been getting numbers and numbers of undersized fish, and that wasn't the case yesterday. But uh, it was redfish after redfish, buddy. And I mean, throwbacks probably had, oh, five or six that were undersized. And then those three that were oversized. And mm-hmm. then we probably caught another two or three that were like 21, 21 and a half. So anyway, it was mostly a redfish bite for us yesterday. Um, and all using live shrimp underneath the popping cork and working around little toe heads and oyster reefs and, and little pieces of structure in the bay uh it was something else you know what i didn't see is a duck you know er we got out there just after daylight right before seven o'clock i guess and uh i was keeping my eyes peeled because usually you you know those ducks are out in the middle of the bay and you'll see them take off and they fly real low man we didn't see one bird fly yesterday down here well I you know, know the
0: anything. i'm, I'm... I heard a few reports and people I know it hunt over my way. The marsh got kind of slow with all this rain and lightning and everything and the high ground picked mm-hmm. up. You know, that's the way these teal are. They're back and forth. You know, bad weather, rain like weather. They go uh they hit the prairie in the high ground and then uh then when you get southerly and all it you know, they go back to the marsh. They're back and forth. So is teal
2: the only bird season only season that's open right now?
0: No, or you got dove? dove. Teal and dove. Oh. What's yeah, but just on? teal and duck. no other kind of ducks. No, uh, regular duck season will open up first weekend of November. You
2: gonna do any of that? You still duck hunt?
0: Yes. Yes. On occasion, I don't, I don't hit it hard like I used to, but I. Uh, it's funny when you become a senior, senior citizen, you can get a super combo and everything for like what thirty two bucks, and a federal duck stamp is twenty nine dollars this year. My uh, duck stamp was almost as much as my hunting and fishing license combined. <laughs> holy moly. Yeah. Oh,
2: well. Yeah. Well, and uh, those teal, you got to kill several of those son of a guns to make a meal, don't
0: well, you? Well, not really, man. Small They're, uh, if you're used to eating dove and quail, I mean, teal has a lot of meat oh, on it and quality okay. meat. And I, I like those little teals. They're little rice rockets. They're good. And tasty. I love to watch it. I love to hear them
2: buzz when they come over the bay, buddy. And they are, they're, they're those boogers. I wonder how many RPMs them wings are doing. But, uh, man, oh, man, they're, so, that's a fast-flying little bird. You better be on your game, I guess, when you're shooting those things. But well, uh, a big, old,
0: big old lizard, a picture of it. I'm just looking at a Choke Canyon alligator, 14 foot, 1 inches, 800 pounds. I noticed these gators are light this year. I watched them weigh in a... Twelve something is.
2: Fourteen foot alligator.
0: Yeah, fourteen one. Oh but uh, man, that's bigger than a lot of people's boats. We had a thirteen five one year that was eight hundred and thirty five pounds, and this gator here, it's eight. got some good girth on it. But I saw a twelve something weight in yesterday she only weighed six something.
2: So is this a competition deal, or are they, or are they just? Well, killing at the them? Gator
0: Fest over in Antioch, it is. Yeah.
2: Oh, okay, okay, I got you.
0: But uh, I got you. A lot of people get these tags, and uh, man, I can make a, I can make some nice luggage and boots and a belt and everything else out of that gator. That's a good one.
2: <laughs> In a couple of suitcases.
0: There you go, man. Get some luggage. <laughs> gator, gator heaven. Yeah. Well,
2: anyway, the bait camps, uh, we're looking good down here. If you're coming down, uh, you'll be able to find you some mullet and some croakers and some live shrimp and. Uh, you're going to pay $24 a quart for the shrimp and a dollar a piece for the croakers and uh, bait camps are applying flags. So there's no problem with the live bait down here. And like I said, that's the route we went yesterday. All right. Uh, you know, he wanted, he only had a certain amount of hours and, and I didn't want to be out there all day anyway. So let's go take care of business, man. We'll put some hoppomatics on the boat and boom, it was done, buddy. So we had us a great day, man. It's, it's it's nice every once in a while. It kind of restores your faith in what you do. You get out there sure. and catch and release, and just to watch those big old son of a gun swim away after giving you giving you a ten minute fight. You know, I'm I use twelve pound test on some of my rods. Now I I had a spinning reel with braid on it yesterday, and I enjoyed the heck out of fighting those reds on that braid. It's just a different. It's a different world, man, feeling all those head oh, shakes. if that's all I had stuff. to
0: catch was uh, redfish, that's all I'd throw was braid, oh. you know. I, and if I used oh. a spinner, braid's the only way to go. I, I think I'm hooked. I think I'm hooked, Captain Mickey. <laughs> well, <laughs> I've,
2: get I've really enjoyed that. But uh, anyway, that's all I got for you on the. All right, over. Hammer.
0: Y'all go out to the uh, deer lease and, uh, man, watch your uh, watch your ground around you, man. Them old rattleback Mexicans are definitely out. Oh, I know it. And in that range, having encounters with those cotton cottonmouths every day. Uh, yeah, no,
2: we will keep our eyes out. You're right, buddy. We got little copperheads and all kind of stuff
0: out there. Yeah, so and it it's a uh, baby copperhead season too right now. So, Lordy mercy. Well, Glenn, if somebody wants to call you about coming over and fishing with you, man, give them a number. Yes,
2: sir. Seven one three two zero eight zero six eight three. Always a pleasure, Captain Make Everybody back, have a Leon. great fun, fun have Sunday. Fun today. Yes, sir.
0: Later. All right, that's the hammer in the Tri Bay Area. It's time for a breaker listening to the outdoor show here at Sports Radio Six Ten. We'll be right back. Call from Mom. Answer it.
4: Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
3: Sports Radio 610 presents the Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey
1: Eastman.
0: Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. On the Sunday morning, it's 417 here in the Bayou City. And uh, let's head over to Freeport and uh, check in with Captain Jeff Naylor this morning. See what kind of crowd he's got going today. Jeff, what's up? (laughs) <laughs> what's up captain <laughs> hey, hey what usual morning. suspects you got hanging around there this morning man
6: man it's just me and monty
3: oh Maybe.
0: monty just... hadn't talked to monty in a while hey monty what's up bud,
3: uh, bud how's it going, Mickey?
0: man i'm Good just up. rolling with the flow brother
3: yeah that's all we can do that's that's facts
0: just nursing yeah. the astros hangover this morning
6: oh my
0: god that's becoming man. common every morning here lately but hey, I'm getting Ooh. through it. Life goes on.
6: I tell you, man, it's like we we, we make it right <laughs> there to just can't make it past the finish line, man. Well, I think they beat the
3: good teams and
0: let the bad teams beat them. Oh man! I and mean, they, you know, sometimes uh, that's it's a mental thing. You don't get up for the inadequate teams like you do the the really good teams.
3: Yeah. I mean, well, we had
0: texas stadium and did what they did to the rangers i'm going man these guys are unstoppable yeah wrong all i gotta do is play kansas city and oakland (laughs) they're not who we thought they were (laughs) like that coach said that time or they are who we thought they were
6: and i tell you it 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 was a rough one. I, I there was a couple times we should we should have uh, we should have come back, put some points on the board. I mean, the ninth inning, we left two stranded, one on third, one on second, one on third, with zero outs. King Tuck up to bat. I'm thinking, oh yeah, we're about to we're about to tie yeah, this thing. Yeah,
0: I saw up. that coming. But it, uh, uh, I thought, hey, here we go. We're gonna we're gonna light them up now that Altuve tied it up in the seventh with that three run dinger and. It was uh, false hope.
6: Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we can turn around. I guess uh, did Seattle win last night?
0: No, Seattle and the Rangers both lost. uh, Which uh, is lucky for us. We're yeah, so we're still holding on to a lead. So lucky for us. Yeah, ain't much of a lead.
6: I tell you that much. Well, I tell you this. this, Last month, it's 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 a tight little race here, you know. With, all, with the with it is the
0: exciting, yards. you know, and it's it's uh, fun to see. But I'm I'm in the comfort. I want about an eight game lead this time of year. Just go ahead and clinch it like <laughs> the Braves did. And I guess well, if the Dodgers beat Seattle last night, I guess they clinched it. If uh, somebody had to lose in their division, Arizona or somebody, they lost. Well, then the Dodgers clinched. Yeah, well. I mean, that's they're playing I good. I love beating the Dodgers.
6: Yeah.
5: <laughs> well,
0: as
6: far as fishing goes, man, I mean, uh, we, we kind of chickened out yesterday. We were going to go. Uh, we had a trip <laughs> booked. Uh, you know, man, I went last year under similar conditions. I was just telling Monty about this where, you know, they had this convection, this, uh, you know, storm cell that's sitting right, right at shore. And, boy, I tell you what, man, I got my butt handed to me. As a matter of fact, it, it you know, the it was probably eight to ten foot and it wasn't that it was it's the size of the wave, they just so inconsistent, you know, it would basically toss my boat in the air about three or four feet and then land me down for about twenty miles.
0: This was you yesterday?
6: No, 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 no. Last, oh. Year, last year. Oh, okay. Just,
0: that's that that's what you're you're referring to that that's why you didn't go yesterday. You learned yeah. your lesson.
6: Right exactly so i chickened out yesterday and and, (laughs) you know my customers i've had them all booked up to go uh today and they ended up uh one of the guys ended up having like a a seizure or a heart attack or something like that which is actually i guess in hindsight a good thing we didn't go that
0: would be better than having it out there in the guff on your boat yeah Boy,
6: you ain't kidding we did have one this year this is the i I can't we've had little mishaps here and there you know uh but we had a guy had, fell out, had a seizure uh, on our boat this this year, and
5: boy, I man, I'd say
6: like to have my heart stop. So I'm glad that that didn't happen yesterday. Yeah. I'd say that that's that's where I was getting that. But um, you know, there's sure, certainly, uh several people went out yesterday. Uh, you know, the shrimp boats, man, have just kind of been dead. It's it's been tough fishing. You know, this
1: yeah. especially
6: without any season right now. No, no amberjack, no snapper in season. It's the, uh, the poor little uh, Vermilion snapper—they getting, <laughs> they getting uh, pummeled right
3: now. You know, Matt's
6: photo from the
3: fifteenth—it looked kind of sad. It <laughs> is. It really is. A little big dinky B-liners,
6: one tuna. Yeah, not a good
3: picture, but hey, he got paid.
6: Yeah, well, you know that's it. You tell me. You tell me. You, you uh, basically stop after snapper season. You, well, know, that's why I told on. you I don't want no more trips. Yeah. Well, for good cause, I mean, obviously, bring back, you know, a dozen fish on a 10-hour day, that's a lot. Yeah, makes for a long day, but... You know, it's it's so weird, too, uh, because the shrimp boats have been out there, like, you know, I bet you we hit, last weekend, I bet you we hit 10 or 12, and all of them, there wasn't but one that had anything on them, and they were all... Most of them were in, like, 220-foot range, you know? Yeah. And they were just dead as they could be. I mean, you know, a bunch of sharks or yeah. something like that. I talked to last week, and he said all they caught were sharks. That's it. I mean,
3: you know. He said he was the only boat out there, and all he caught was sharks. No tuna. No
6: tuna. Zero tuna. Yeah. I mean, not even any bonitas. That's the weird thing. I'm not even finding bonitas underneath the boat. That's weird. Which is, I mean, that is very inconsistent from what it has been historically. You know, you normally get a yeah. bunch of.
3: Six, four or five hundred of I mean, yeah,
6: you know. I mean, it's smart. Really yeah. Matt, Matt, uh, Matt Eta, he always taught me to, to you know, those panis are good. You go yeah. to play them and you got some snapper paper next yeah. year, which is true. And I've been doing but I didn't even got that. One or two, and
3: that was it. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. You I know years past, man. You'd put up on above them ten or.
0: Bonitas were just They're just loaded. a menace. I mean, we used to just drive away from uh, school because they were so so bad you couldn't get a bait through them. It was terrible.
3: Yeah. You'd get out of way from that boat a little ways, and then you'd start catching them blackfin. You
0: know, a lot of guys used to save those and use them for your alligator bait in the fall. You know, yeah. when later yeah. season hits. Good bloody meat, stinky meat. Hang it up. And I, the have it.
6: That. Yeah, sharks, dude, Everywhere. Yeah, and that must be part of the problem. I don't know. I mean, it's it's weird though. I mean, you know, we hit them last last week, last week, and we ended up getting four tunas. I think. Now we grinded. I had some, you know, we, we had some really good fishermen on the boat, and uh, we grinded get those, and they were all they were all small though. They were. I I bet you we caught. We, we ended up catching one or two bonitas, and they were the black men were smaller yeah. than the bonitas. That's yeah, why. Yeah, they were. Daytime bike fans are usually pretty big. Big, yeah. yeah when we, I mean, at the beginning of the year, I'd say we were probably having in, in the mid 20s, you know, yeah. low 20s. They were huge. They were huge. They're mean, too. Oh, yeah. Them big ones are nice, but, you know, lately, we haven't, I haven't even seen any. I saw the couple that Matt has been getting, though, onesie, twosie, have been kind of big, I think. I mean, it looks like in the picture, anyway. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's been tough. It's been, it's been a very, very weird and, and strange fall, I guess you'd call it, in the, yeah. in the summer season. It no, just hasn't either. been, like, typical. I guess the kingfish are gone, too. No, they guess, no I mean,
3: they're got. they in
0: front of Corpus. I talked to Cliff they're catching them off the jetties down there and out to three miles. They're everywhere, millions of them.
6: Man, see, that's, that, that doesn't even make
0: sense, does it?
6: No. The kingfish run, running so late like this. That is yeah. weird, man. You know, I remember I remember one year we uh we wanted to go we, we were chasing uh a, a Warsaw Grouper and it was like towards the fall. I wanna say it was like in Octoberish sometime. And uh, you know, one of the you know one of the best things you can get is, is a little kingfish head, oh, yeah. you know. So we were I was trying oh. to kingfish, trying to catch some scraps, you know, to to Yeah. You know, and anyways, I remember in October it was loaded, little dinks all along oh, the yeah. beachfront. I mean, That's you crazy. go out there, you go out there with a spoon, mm-hmm. you know. And man, mm-hmm. I mean, but I haven't heard about seen or heard that in a couple of years. It's, it's just been strange. I, yeah. But, oh yeah, exactly. you know, the, were good. The the clear water though, they told me is a little closer this this weekend. So I don't know if the the currents maybe shifted or something like that. But right, um, it doesn't surprise me that there's a bunch of kingfish in close. Yeah. But, uh, uh, uh...
3: Tuesday, I was down at the beach, and in a waist-deep water, I could see my feet.
6: You can see your feet?
3: Yeah. Tuesday wow. Night, I was eating up with that fiberglass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I went and jumped in the beach, and I would kind of cool it off a little bit. I don't know what it is about me and that fiberglass, but it was eating me up pretty bad. Was it? Anyway, I drove straight to the beach and jumped in, and I was...
0: The water was just beautiful. Yeah, Yeah. it has been pretty, very
6: warm. Well, they said we got some kind of a cool spell this last week. I didn't see it. I mean, mean,
0: well, I mean, I guess uh, low to mid nineties is better than one hundreds. And it yeah, does feel good. cooler. I think our mornings are going to be cooler here for the next week or so. We're going to have some, you know, low seventies and stuff. That really feels nice. Yeah. yeah.
3: Still hot out there on the that plant.
0: I bet it is. Uniform tops today. Yeah. Man, what a
6: mess. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it is what it is. It's a strange, strange, uh, strange summer. Sometimes you get stuff like this. I mean, in the past, like in the, uh, you know, even when the fishing was good in the in the 90s or stuff like that, did you have a, a fluke year from time to time that was just strange, to, yeah. a little different? You know what I've noticed over
3: the last couple of years is where's all the trigger fish?
0: Yeah, I've been hearing uh, that from everybody. No trigger fish.
3: Yeah. Uh, I, don't see, I don't know. There's, there's the snipers must be
0: you know, one of their babies or something.
6: Yeah. I think, this, I think that's what they
0: say. I mean, you couldn't go
6: in 21s without
0: Oh, my God.
3: I can't. Just, I mean, yeah. And yes. these 29s was horrible. Man, they come up to the
6: bottom of your boat. They yeah, you see big balls of yeah. We yeah. take a
3: cast net and just came, hardly pull it in the boat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
6: know where they <laughs> Can you get them triggers up? Do they yeah. get all caught up
3: in your head? Yeah, net? they take like, balls of them. You just throw something in the water, and they just ball up on it. Like,
6: for you know,
0: net them up. Wow. Throw a cast net over them. There
6: is. And
3: now you can't even
6: I mean, we call
0: surgery
3: all year. I think they turned into sharks. Yeah. Think sharks that's are
6: my
0: Well yeah. you know, there I mean, the more I talk to people, I talk to a lot of people up and down the coast. You know, that's what I do is I've been a fisherman yeah. all my life and we talk fishing and all that and a lot of predatorial fish. I mean yeah. not only the sharks, you got the dolphins. And the bull reds are the, I mean, they're like the feral hogs of the bay. How many fish yeah. are they eating? I mean, because they, they they don't discriminate. They eat anything that swims in front of them, anything from yeah. a little bitty stingray to crab to, you know, small trout, croakers, you know, any kind of bait fish-looking thing. It's not a, you know, shad, what have you, shrimp. I mean, they're—they do not they don't care. They're just going to stuff their guts.
3: I think snappers
0: the same way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they
3: eat anything. They're the
0: chompers, man. They eat anything.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. I don't know. I
3: I just I was thinking the other day. About, where's all the dang triggers? At? You know, well, you I think mean, but the it,
0: lack of uh, rigs that they've all cut down in the guff might have something to do with that? I don't know. Because boy, they always <laughs> hung out around. I mean, any kind of structure you could pull up and you could sink the boat with triggerfish if you wanted to. Yeah.
6: There's no question. I can't. You know, what, I asked asked one of the Terry, our fish cleaner. You know, because I know he's cleaning yeah. Elliot's. I said, man, how many triggerfish you ever clean life? And he's like, shes. <laughs> They're good, dude. <laughs> they are good. <laughs> <laughs> they are good to eat, man. But God, I leave them so tough, man. Well, you we got gotta to go from the inside out. That's inside uh, out. Uh, you got go
3: in that little, you know, little <laughs> hole, and you go to the, the bottom. The, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. That that made you get off of them, like clear white. It's and yeah. they're good to eat.
6: Right. I remember. I remember back in the day they used to fillet those things, and then you cut them little balls out of them, little white balls. You no. Know? Uh huh. Oh, behind their eyes. No, it was uh-huh. in the meat. I want to oh, say it was uh-huh. some sort of like a uh, like a uh, I, don't know, well, of, I don't know. a gland of some sort. Like, like a little muscle. Yeah. Yeah. But, anyways, it, it is good meat. I mean, there's oh, no doubt. Yeah. Or, yeah, I mean, we loved them. But, shoot, man, I mean, you know.
3: There, not there, you can't catch them.
6: I mean, I remember doing my first time on the party boats, you know. Yeah. And we were barely catching legal snapper. I mean, yeah. uh, half the people didn't even catch a legal snapper. Yeah. Well, boy, I tell you what, it was positive that, hey, you made it up with uh, trigger fish because that wasn't hard, you know. Yeah. They're good. It's still in your bait too. Well, yeah, of course. He, I, I was telling Mickey when I was first got on. You remember? You remember this guy used? He came out with this like egg. Yeah. And Look like you put the bag. put the bait and all that crap in the egg and flip it down. Yeah. Pop it open. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, you would jerk on your line, it pop it open. <laughs> and then, Yeah. Yeah, I remember those.
6: <laughs>
3: <Sure. laughs> that oh,
0: incredible egg. <laughs> hey, let me knock this break out. I come right back. Hang on, boys, and I'll be right back with you. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about the Belleville Meat Market. They're located right in downtown Belle, Belleville. They're easy to find. And this week, they're double-featuring double black pepper, pecan smoked sausage, and Texas blend smoked sausage. It's an all-natural smoked sausage inspired by their original garlic recipe. You can try it before you buy it. Free samples are always available. And on special, B&B Oak Lump Charcoal 20 bag pound bag. That's on sale, and they're serving their... Homemade hot dogs and pulled pork in their barbecue section. Hot dogs are available in original and cheddar, and they all year long they custom process on pigs and calves. And uh, you can actually order a half calf or a hind quarter and have it processed any way you like. And wild game processing. They're still making their vinny dogs and hog dogs. Homemade hot dogs using your own venison or wild pigs. Bring something home from your hunt. The entire family can enjoy all year long. The Belleville celebrating 42 years
3: Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good
0: morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 436 here in the Bayou City. Let's run back to Freeport and talk some more with Monty and Jeff. All right, guys, we're back.
6: We're back. We're back. We're back. So yeah, so I mean, you know, with with the advent of the uh, triggerfish, you're right. I mean, that that is one thing that definitely has changed. Another thing that's changed, uh, you know, in the past few years is, you know, you used to be able to catch those beeliners, vermilion snappers used to be way up on top too. They'd be right mm-hmm. up these trigger, you know. And now you gotta be right on the bottom. I mean, I'm talking. You gotta be. I mean, you you, you better be bobbing. And feeling that bottom the whole time. you oh, like, oh, don't yeah. get any.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: Although on on the other hand, though, man, you know, honestly speaking, uh, I'm seeing bigger size vermilion snapper than I have in the past, and I don't know if if that. I mean, i tell you this: a couple trips we went out, and I bet we averaged two or three pounds on a vermilion snapper, which is pretty big. I mean, you know, yeah, the grand scheme of things. And that's just not something I've seen in the past, in the past four or five years anyways. I mean, you know, if you average mm-hmm. a pound, pretty good, you know. Yeah. But uh, all of them right on the bottom. So that's that's strange too, you know, that they mm-hmm. – they, uh, w- where the fish are swimming in the column, right? you know, and how that correlates to what, you know, predators or whatever. But um, that weird. I it, think it's that. just very, very strange, you know. Yeah. We well,
0: a lot of times small fish that uh... – they're trying to get away from predator fish. They'll either go hug the bottom, get down there in it, or come to the very top.
3: Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Well, I mean, they're doing it, yeah. no doubt. Yeah, we tried several times this last year to catch them up in the water. Nothing. It's impossible. I have tried.
6: I mean, it doesn't happen. That every now and again, you'll get on a reef when they're, they're up a little bit, you know, yeah. 20, 30 feet. And I think I think I end up catching them subsequently because I'm snapper fishing, and yeah. somebody's using a small hook, and you know maybe like mm-hmm. a squid or that, yeah, and it just ends up being high. You know, no, what I mean, I, don't I, don't know. Know. I think
3: it's got to do with the red snapper. Oh, don't let us kill them here around. Yeah, if you can book a trip, don't well, give. you know, no, let them do it. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I tell you, you the ant- commercial
6: next- boats go here round Amberjack season for us wasn't that good either, man. It was uh, real tough. Now, I, I don't uh, just, you know, th- this great amberjack count came around and, yeah. and, you know, and all that, and that's how they shortened the seasons and all that kind of stuff. But I, I don't know that the, the population's any different than it was five years ago, even for that matter. But uh, it's certainly, um, I mean, you know, you get a yeah. bunch of amberjacks on a, on a reef, too, and you get eaten up pretty bad. Yeah. You know, they'll, they'll suck up anything. As a matter of fact, yeah. I was talking, uh, we, we went and fished the flower garden not that long ago, and, you know, the big thing out there is that Cinotera ride disease, and mm-hmm. apparently uh, amberjacks are the worst. They get it, they get it, they, I guess they eat so much in those little reef fish and yeah. stuff like that that they, they tend to get it a lot more. Mm-hmm. Them and barracudas, I think, are the two main ones. Yeah. And as it turns out, actually, off of Freeport, or excuse me, off, off of Galveston, our, our, uh, uh, the flower gardens. There's only two cases. The one was a gag grouper, and one was a, a, I believe, an amberjack. I want to say it was an amber, or no, an amberjack or a, or a, a barracuda. So, um, you know, of all the fear that you have catching catching fish out there at the flower gardens and getting a terra Apparently, there's only been two cases since like 2000. So the the odds that you get are pretty low. Yeah, all things considered, but
3: uh, yeah, gag grouper. I, I know them barracudas. They got some sort of something out of it. Anyway,
0: just well, they stink
3: sort of, for one. Well, uh, people eat them up, uh, Yeah, really? they
0: do. I mean, I, yeah. whenever I some, fish down in Mexico, all those charter no boats down there, they keep them and take them in. A the nasty old barracuda, man. That's yeah, so so no much, Armadillo it. land back there. They're nasty. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I went to California a few years back, and I was wanting to get on a party boat really bad. Yeah, and I went down there every day. And the reason I didn't go is because all
6: they brought in was
3: barracuda. Really? <laughs> and I was like, Man, they were eating
6: it, eating, it, eating it. Yeah, I mean, they say they're different species of you know, subspecies or whatever you want to call it. You know, I mean, down in the down the islands, they eat them. I know that. I wouldn't touch them, but I mean, yeah, you know, well, a lot we people do. Get, yeah. Well, we get other stuff to eat. I guess that's true. I mean, if you got every other kind of fish, why would you want to eat that? But if that's all you're catching, yeah. Well, you
3: know, you know I think when I was down there in Cali, that everything they bring in or were, we're catching was kind of picked over. <laughs> I wasn't catching much. <laughs> I mean, I was trying to get on that boat, but I don't want to go spend money to catch a barracuda. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't blame you. But yeah, I
6: mean, things things change. Things that, things have shifted, and and. You know what? I think it's going to be tougher and tougher, you know, as, as the charter guys go along, if they just keep these seasons the way they are. I mean, basically all there we got you. to fish is June, July, and August. Yep. September, nothing. You know, so it's – I'll tell you what, moving forward is going to be tough. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Uh, you know, luckily, I think, you know, even with, the, uh, even with the economy the way it is, what us personally, you know – our our charter business we've done we've done pretty well we stay booked up I don't I don't think it's any slower this year than it has been in the past or anything like that so I mean I guess that'd be the saving grace but otherwise I mean man you know if you don't get any seasons and then all of a sudden your a slow slow year or two it ain't gonna be long you're gonna have really? a lot of people dropping out you know that's why I quit. You just can't I'm not survive. Getting, I'm
3: out there in a chemical plant, every day.
6: Yeah, I tell you what, I'll be over there with Mickey catching the bull Reds all yeah. day long, baby.
0: Come <laughs> on, hey, keep every one of them. Take them home. Come clean, I, clean I, them out.
6: Man. I you know they, I mean they put a hurting on them. You know, sharking them. They, I, I just I always presume that you know I see a lot more people out there catching nowadays. I mean it's a more profitable, yeah. you know, charter business. And and yeah. I just figured at one point they'd start start getting control of the numbers but i mean obviously not i mean what do you what do you attest that to you think it's a lot of that cca release the release their fish type deal or is it
0: well just, it's just i mean once they reach their maturity you know they get over 28 inches you can't keep them without your tag you get one tag a year theoretically you get two because you can mail that in and they'll send you another one you know if you give them the location and You know, description of the fish and all that into detail. But uh, there's just uh, the reason there's so many of them because people throw them back. They don't have any use for them, they don't keep them. And uh, that's, you know, it's been proven for years. The bass industry showed us this 30 years ago. Catch and release does work. And uh, it, uh, but boy. Man, wins enough of them enough.
6: Oh yeah. So I'm. I, you've been struggling with them here recently in 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 the inshore.
0: I mean, and and I'm just talking about in the back bays. You know, the bays and everything, the beachfront. I mean, look at some of the schools running around out there, bigger than football fields, just devouring oh. anything that moves. Man. Yeah. Eat it yeah. all. You you're afraid to fall in the water. They'll eat you.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm trying to find that video. I'm gonna send it to Jeff that James sent me the other day when he was starving fishing. I mean, if you fall in, they'll eat you. I promise you, the bull reds. was crazy. Pretty I nice. saw it. Yeah,
6: I was. What was it? I think it was yesterday or the day before that. I saw one on on Facebook where uh, I guess it was the pier down there in Galveston or something like that. And they were just yeah, that mad. was
0: uh, that was a different one. Uh, this is one that just, James sent me.
3: Well, uh, on a charter boat to go catch snapper so we can make a living more than two months out of the year, really. I mean, just think, one commercial boat just pulled up a while ago, and he's probably got enough snapper on there for 25 charter boats to fish seven days a week, 365 days a year. And that's only one trip. What's the What's the most
6: poundage you ever got in a year, commercial fishing? Wow. Well,
3: I, I mean, even in fact, derby days. I did, You can only do one trip every, every 24 hours. So, I mean, yeah,
6: I mean, that was 2,000 pounds. Okay. Yeah, you do
3: so 2, there
6: you go. Shot. Yeah. So what do you
3: recall? What? How that many? That was the best I ever really done, I think, was seven trips. And that was just in and out in, in an eight-hour day, 10-hour day, because we were on some fish. But Yeah. I mean, these guys, they go out there and fish two or three days. They're bringing 13, 18, 20,000 pounds of fish. Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah. makes sense to me, really. I mean, it's what do they call them, uh, uh, snapper lords or something like that.
0: <laughs> snapper barons. Barons. Yeah. So <laughs> they... Snapper <laughs> lords. I like that one better.
3: Yeah, well, lords of snapper.
6: Like five guys. That owns, I mean, uh, so
0: it's much. It's a lot
3: snapper. of the
6: percentage, yeah. 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 Did, you know, as a matter of fact, I was talking to Jason Cressy the other day. He owns, you know, a yeah. couple of these commercial boats down here. He said the fishing in Florida is so bad that they're taking, they, they don't even, like the 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 um, charter guys, don't even fish for red snapper. They well, said it it becomes a bycat. impossible for them to catch.
5: Yeah, I
0: heard the same thing, too. It uh, takes up too much of their time trying to target that yeah. species that there's well, not I, enough I, of.
3: Well, they extended their what season they did get. Where they
6: were fishing the weekends or something for Sniper. Right. Yeah. I mean maybe I know, I know. He I just, he told me there was uh I think he has two more commercial he has two boats that they're talking that they're probably gonna bring to Texas uh, over a, here. Yeah.
0: yeah. Come on over here and wipe ours out too. That's a problem they got over there. there are so many guides in Florida. I mean, how many guides do you think are in Florida? I don't oh remember. man, who
6: who knows? You
0: know, here here's
6: the actual facts. There's only about 1,100 federal permits left in circulation, and there's more and more dropping every year. So, theoretically, there should only be 1,100 you know offshore fishing folks. You know that can fish in federal waters from Florida to Brownsville. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're absolutely right, Mickey. There is a bunch of them. They're they're everywhere. You know.
3: I mean, I don't understand how one commercial boat can go out there and bring in so much snapper. And one
0: charter boat can't. Yeah, it don't make sense. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe they should give them. A, it's all tag. political, buddy. That's what money oh, and lobbying know. and all that does for you up in, up in, uh, the old Potomac uh, crooked region up there. Yeah. Yeah.
6: That, that video. Where's that video at? That's that's uh, that's in. It's right south over side. there by
0: y'all somewhere. It's south of Galveston. Really. Where he's been tarpon fishing. Yeah. That's I saw pretty it. I nasty, saw it. isn't it? Do you look at it?
6: Oh yeah, that's ridiculous. That's <laughs> it. Look, like the fourth break or something, right there. Is that a sandbar?
0: <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's yeah. piranha city. That's all I got to say.
6: Wow. That's a bunch of hungry fish. What? The, it, and he's been doing pretty good on tarpon lately.
0: Well, when the weather's right, you know they've they've been fighting that old rough guff all year. You know they. When they get their windows, yeah, they're they're doing good, but you got to have yeah. those weather windows and get conditions proper. And you know, Brian, he's going through the same thing down south. At, you know, Port Isabel, yeah. is and it just—it's uh, a game you play when you tarpon fish for a living, kind of like you guys.
3: Yeah. Oh man!
0: Anything to do Me. with a guff? You know, people don't realize how nasty that guff is. It's uh, you bet. It's not like. You know, Costa Rica and all that when it's calm every day and you just slide out there and catch all the marlin and sailfish you want. and Those rough seas make a big difference. They sure
6: Uh, do. do. I mean, the
0: fish are always going to eat. It's just getting to them and and getting on them and and weathering it out, you know. It's uh, rougher on the fishermen than it is on anything else. Well, in your boat and equipment.
6: Oh, man, you ain't kidding but the price, of everything too, man. I mean, people are so blown away. I gotta raise my price, and I'm like every year, and they're like, "Man, it's expensive." I said, "Shit, I'm losing money. I'm just trying not to lose money. <laughs> As I did this year." I mean, it's, it's
3: crazy, oh, you yeah. know. even price of boats, man. Oh this my gosh, yeah.
0: Man. Look at the price of boats and engines, and oh, I mean man. anything to anything related to rigging your boat. Electronics, all of it, and and gasoline. Now, before you know it, it'd be four bucks a gallon again. Diesel's already there. We've been
6: paying over four bucks a gallon at the dock. uh, Yeah,
0: I bet on the water like that. Yeah, where you dock, where you dock at, and fill up. Yeah, they're they're they've got to charge more because it costs more. Just their insurance policy to to fuel on the water like that is ridiculous. Oh yeah,
6: mine. Mine almost doubled. My insurance policy almost doubled this year. Well, it didn't. It was about yeah. How about you
0: know your your charter boat insurance and hey, just look at your homeowners. I mean, uh, yeah, everybody's. I mean, it's just uh, it's the world we're living in right now, and it's wages are going down and everything else is going up. Yeah, it's crazy. I it's mean, crazy. My little
3: paycheck. How many people want to take taxes out of it? Yeah, I yeah. already taxed. They give it to That's all
0: inflation is, is, is more tax.
6: You know, speaking of, I mean, just not to change the subject a little bit, but, you know, this year was the first year that, you know, of course, last year we had the uh, the the satellite tracking deals. Yeah. You know, we had mm-hmm. a reporter every time we came back in. VMS like that. or something? VMS, yeah, the VMS system. But, you know, when we reported, though, we ended up, they were – theoretically, he's supposed to give us more days last year, and it was because of our reporting. Well, they did away with that at the end of the last year, and they refused to even let you – they would not even accept. You know, there's still the survey. You can still – you know, it's a fishing app on your phone. You could right. easily – but they said they specifically told us that they would not even be counting it. Even if you did it on your own, they yeah. wouldn't even count it. It doesn't matter, and they actually prefer that you not. And I'm blown away by that. You
0: Why? Know? I, Did they have any explanation for that?
6: You know what? It, it's something <laughs> about. I, I think that they would be on the hook to divulge the information that got sent and they didn't have anybody on staff since they pulled the plug on that whole program to actually, you know, and they didn't want to be held responsible for not going over information yeah. and, and not being able to, make laws because of it right or something like that and so i mean and that's the short answer that i got right but uh you know at the end of the day you know if the commercial fishing thing is 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 probably better because they have to come and report everything i think that that really helps them a lot because they get to see in real time what 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 the fishermen are catching what what they did better this year than they did last year kind of thing you know as far as a commercial or as a charter business, they don't know, you no. know, from last week into this week, they don't even know, know. what, you know, five years ago compared to this year. Hey, hell yes.
3: the head boats for sure they filled out a fish log every day, every day, like the bluefin, the Nancy, and we didn't have to do them every day, yeah. You know? So, I don't know what they ever came to that. But, I mean, you know. and
6: and finally got a survey uh, about a week ago, it was, but it was a uh, you know, a lot of these programs were actually initiated by college programs, and I can't remember University of Tennessee or South Carolina or something like that. I can't remember who sent it to me, but so they're starting to send me some surveys now, and, and uh, you know, hopefully they use some of that information to kind of better set you know fishing seasons and stuff like that. Yeah, it's so hard to like calculate. You know, okay, we're going to give you 70 days, and we think you're going to be able to do all your quota in 70 days. Well, man, I mean, 50 of those could be terrible weather days, yeah. you know, or they could all be good weather days, and you just go out there and slay them. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: weather weather dictates everything, man.
6: Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I mean, even an, up- even
0: even your hunting numbers, you know, whether yeah. you're hunting bird hunting or whatever, and it uh, weather. Yeah. Whether's uh, Mother Nature; she knows how to protect her resource.
6: Absolutely, without a doubt. I mean, and there's a lot to be said about you know even even the size snapper that you catch, right? I mean, you know, if you're catching them, on your average ten pounds, maybe you're taking a lot of the uh, you know breeding stock out, where mm-hmm. you know, or you know, maybe they're that's better. I'm not sure, you know. And there, there's no information that gets passed around at all you know about any of it that's that's such a uh right you know a bad thing in my opinion honestly i would do the survey i know a lot of people are against it you know or you know just feel like the government doesn't need to be in their way anymore i mean i get it i do but at the end of the day i mean you know we're just throwing darts at the dartboard we're not even nothing (laughs) even scientific
3: Say they could count the sniper out
0: there. How do you count them snapper out there? Yeah. What, yeah, that know? that's that you know, Monty, you hit on something I was fixing to ask y'all a while ago. I mean, how how do they how do they do those snapper counts
3: they realistically?
0: Can't. You know, it, it's it's bad enough if, you know, with TPNW, we kind of question their surveys with their gill net surveys and uh how do they know I'll exactly see. how many trout we have and redfish and drum and all that and And then you go out in a big pond out there and you're going to tell somebody how many, exactly how many snapper you have in the Gulf of Mexico. That's just, that's mind-boggling.
3: It is. That's it. How many spots do they don't even know that exist It's just covered up in them? Exactly. I think if I go out there and I find a rock and it's, I think I should own them fish, I think I should be able to go catch
6: them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right.
6: Yeah. Yep. To answer your question, though, to be really honest,ly so uh, one program they did started three or four years ago. They would go out and get fishermen to catch them and tag them, like in in February and in, in March, yeah. and then they would pay the pay,
0: you know, yeah, like $2. If, $2. yeah $2. You call
6: it if you called in the tag or something like that. Right. And so, I mean, I'm not sure if that's how they counted the stocks per se, or where they moved to, or whatever. I'm sure they got a lot of information, but that's one way I know they did it. Um the way Cowboy was telling me not that long ago that uh, for the last couple of years they've been paying him to to run sonar machines over some of the real popular snapper spots. And supposedly they can count they can count the species, distinguish the species and count how many of each kind right. of thing. Which I'm not so sure about all that, but I mean, you know I that just, sounds a lot more scientific. Yeah, you know, I tell you that. I just you don't uh, hear He's only dragging it over
3: the spots that he's well, got. He exactly. A, I mean, how I'm many a, spots on the outside? Yeah, how many map? spots
0: that are not even surveyed or, or even yeah, yeah, looked at. All right, guys, I got to go. Well, if somebody wants to call you all about uh, doing some offshore fishing out of Freeport, give them some info. Yeah, give us a call
6: anytime at nine seven nine four one seven ten thirteen, 417 1013 or go to the website at stsladventure.com. And, uh, man, we – We've got some we shrimp stuff to keep going with, so give us a holler. All right, buddy.
0: Yet. Hey, y'all have a great Sunday. Always enjoy talking to you. Thanks for the info, man. All
6: right. All thanks, You yeah, Have a good Thank
0: one. Thank y'all. Have a good one. See you. All right. It's time for a that, our top of the hour break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back.
5: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue.